Take my hand Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Hello, you are listening to the Sweet Baby O podcast. I'm Lynn Browder, and I have a son, Owen, who is 10 and has autism. This is about our journey. This is about our daily life, the things that we have challenges with, the things that we get through, the things that we count as our victories. It's our everyday life. Everybody has a story. Everyone has a challenge. Everyone has things in their life that are extreme victories, extreme motivation, inspiration, all of that. It's your story. Your story is different than our story, my story, my son's story. But together, we can get through these mountains, these hurdles, these victories. The victories, that's what we need to celebrate. That's what we need to concentrate on, our motivation to find those victories in our everyday life. Inspiration comes from something that we want to accomplish, we want to do. So when we look at that, we need to find inspiration and motivation in our everyday chores, our everyday lives. I am singing to myself on this because that is one of the hardest things for me to stay motivated. We work towards a goal, and when that goal, we project that it's supposed to take two days, one day, a 100 days, one year, whatever it is, if we don't make that goal or we're not seeing the success that we think we should be seeing, this is where it's hard to continue to move forward. This is where it's hard to look at it and go, Okay, well, where is the success? Where is the validation for me continuing to do these efforts? I have found that it's the end result. I have stressed over the timing of things. I have stressed over when something's going to happen or when Owen's going to learn a skill or how this skill is going to take us to the next skill. I can tell you, you can tell yourself, you can tell the world, we can all say, that doesn't happen. It doesn't always happen the way we think it's going to happen. So what we have to do is look at the goal and continue to know it's important. The goal is success in this way, in this moment. It, I can tell you, it hardly ever comes in the little package with the bow that I think it's going to come in. This morning, Owen was um, wanting his tablet, wanting his tablet, wanting his tablet. And I was like, we got to get ready for school. We have to get ready to go. What happens a lot of times is I let him play with his tablet or run around the house reading his books, different things. And he needs to get ready to go 
to school or to the event or to a church or wherever it is. And I drag my feet because I know he's going to want this or continue to say that. The part of that is he's going to do it anyways. He's going to still want those things. He's still going to say 20 times, 100 times, whatever it is that he wants his tablet or he wants milk or he wants this because that is what he understands. That is how he communicates with me. That is how we have worked through different strategies, different progress, all of that. So I always say autism is as much about how I handle it as it is about Owen having it. And this is where I have to go, breathe, figure out a different strategy, look at it from a different perspective, and move forward. Today went a lot smoother because I started a couple minutes early. I said, no tablet, no books, no robots, no anything until you turn on the lights get your shoes ready, get your bathroom done, you know, all the things that you know how to do, go through these motions. I still have to out, out, outline the steps with him. Once he's got the lights on, I need to make sure that he's got his shoes because that, you know, that's the process. He gets side sidetracked like all of us to go do something else. And I kept him on task. Once he completed the lights, then he put his shoes without me saying anything. He then ran to the bathroom and he got ready. He took his pajamas off and he did those steps. Some mornings this does not go very smoothly and we are rushing to get out the door. I'm trying to get him to realize that he needs to get those steps done so that he can get his victories. He can get his motivation, his item, whatever it is to progress to the next level. Well, he did those and he put his pants on. We went through that. He can pull them up. A lot of times he puts one leg in, then he takes that leg off and then he'll put it back on. And a lot of times he does them where his pants are backwards. And so he will get one leg in And then as soon as he gets that leg in, he takes it off. He has to pull it all the way up, get his foot in, and then he walks around, kind of spins around, walks around the house, runs from room to room, and he won't put the other leg in. And it's part of his uh, processing, it's part of his sensory needs, uh, because he'll continue to pull that leg, the one that's in the pant leg, up, but he won't bend over to put the other one in. So I'm working on steps to help him with bending his body. He has a hard time with that trunk, those core muscles to kind of coordinate. And I mean, my dude is as strong as an ox. He can lift things. He, I mean, he just doesn't understand the concept of of how his body moves. He hasn't quite figured out some of those core movements with his body. And I mean, I'm queen of, I'm queen of this, you know, not being able to move at all. So I get it. I totally get it. I have no coordination, no dancing skills, no, you know, any of that's just uh, out the window for me. So I totally get it. But trying to teach him to bend over 
to touch his toes. When I say, if he's standing directly up and I say, touch your toes, he doesn't bend over to touch his toes. He lifts his foot up to touch his toes. So part of this is learning how to adapt the way he processes to find out how to get his skill level to meet the end goal. It's a lot to process. It's a lot to think through. And when we as individuals do something one way and it works for us, that doesn't mean that it's going to work for anybody else. They process things different. They may look at words first or colors or numbers or, you know, objects. It's, it's everybody thinks differently. So when I give him a way to process something or look at something, that doesn't always work for him. So I have to look at it out and change the approach that we're working towards. I've been getting, trying to get him to walk like a monkey where they bend over, they hunch over a little bit, and that gets him to work on those core muscles to figure out how to bend and move forward. That's one of the things that I'm working on with him is learning to bend over so that he can continue to put those pants on. So my goal is to hand him his pants or even let him pick up his pants, figure out which way is front and back because that's not always, you know, that that's the first obstacle for us is when I hand him his pants and I hand them correctly, the right direction, instead of holding them towards the sides of the pants, he immediately puts his hands, even if I put his hands on the sides, he immediately takes his hands, put one hand towards the front of the the zipper area with his jeans, and puts the other one at the back of his jeans. So getting him to first realize where the zipper is, and then to put the right leg in the right hole and the left leg in the left hole. This is a process. And when he pulls those pants up, this is where our victory is. We have to say, okay, one leg's in. Now we have to figure out how to hold the other one. And I've told him he can sit. He can sit to put his pants on, put one leg on, pull it up over his foot because that's where a lot of the process stops him is he, once he gets that off of his foot, he can't process to bend over a little bit or hold on to something so that he can put that other leg in. It's a process. It's a journey. It's motivation. It's inspiration. It's all of those things. And we have to get to the end goal, that victory, that victory we're looking for. So he put his pants on. He kind of ran around a little bit and I said, okay, you got to get your pants on because you want your tablet. And if the quicker that you do these steps, you're going to get to have your tablet before we have to go wait for the bus. So if you get your pants on, your shirt, we go to the bathroom to brush your teeth, your hair, get your shoes and socks on, all of those steps then you would probably have about five minutes to be able to use your tablet or read your books before we have to get ready for the bus. 
So I kept reiterating to him his end goal, his victory of the moment, his victory for the day was to be able to get all of his clothes, shoes, bathroom, all of his steps done so that he would have five minutes for those moments, those tablets, that book, whatever he wanted to do in his time before we had to go meet the bus. So it's (laughs) <laughs> this is why you know I I would sit and wait kind of pushing us to the end because it's either in the middle we do these progress steps or we do it really really quickly and I have to do all of the steps for him with him uh to get him through them uh, and he's constantly still wanting his tablet and it's aggravating him and kind of slowing him down. So if I give him more time to do the steps independently and of course help him with the buttoning of his pants or and that type of thing, sometimes he can't always pull them up correctly or, or completely. And so that's where I have to kind of work through those steps and make sure that he is progressing through them so that he has his victory of getting his tablet. It's a victory for me too, because I know that he can do all of the steps. I'm not asking him to do extraordinary steps in a quick setting. When we're trying to work through like buttoning and, you know, zipping and things like that, that is a process that we have been working on for years. He can now zip things. He doesn't always, like if it's his jacket, he can't always put the two parts together, but he can get the zipper up. So this is... This is a process that I have to, I have to work through. I have to, as the mama bear, I have to work through these steps. I have to work through all of these moments in my time as well, because I have expectations. I have that inspiration, motivation, goal, those steps in my own set of rules and routine and things that I want from him. And when something doesn't happen in the order that I think it should, or as quickly as it should, or as, you know, mountainous as it should, the beauty in that huge goal, I am learning to take those little victories. So he was able to put his pants on. I helped him get his... um zipper and his button for that and his shirt was on and I had handed him his socks to put those on. He put his socks on and he said help numerous times, but I was getting his supplements ready and I wanted him to have that independence. When he you know he said help and I went to him, he had put his left and his right shoe on backwards. He put him on the wrong foot. And this is almost a daily occurrence when I'm not standing right over him to tell him left foot, right foot. Even if I'd put them in the right order, even if he puts them right in front of his feet in the right order, he will continuously put them on the opposite feet. I haven't quite figured out if that's part of his process, if that's something he's not understanding. He, he in general gets left and right. Like he, if you say, hold up your right hand, 
Generally, he will hold up his right hand and then he'll hold up his left hand, but he doesn't always make that connection to something that's on the right side or the left side. So with his feet, with those shoes, I don't know what part he's not connecting with to get him to say left foot, right foot. I've tried labeling his shoes. I've tried different techniques. I've tried putting them on paper that says left foot, right foot. I've tried numerous ways, and the end result is he will still pick it up and put it on the wrong foot if I'm not constantly on top of him in that moment when he's going to do it. So when I'm trying to work with him on timing and getting something done quickly and and getting through that, so when mommy says, put your shoes on, put your socks on, put the things on, you know, he will go through the process and know that there's an end result and that the next stage is something that we have to do, want to do, can do, any of those things. And so I'm not sure where to go from there with his shoes, but it's progress because he did it quickly. So I took them off with him and I said, okay, you've got to put this one on this foot and that one on there. Well, he, he didn't do it as fast when I was standing there because he, you know, wanted to put them on again with the wrong feet. And so I, uh, showed him how. And I'm not sure if that's a sensory thing that he likes the feeling of them being on wrong at first. Cause he is, I mean, this isn't a new thing for him. This is something he has done for years. So it, it's, it's about the journey for me too, because I know that it's going to happen and I have to breathe. I tell him to breathe all the time. We work on breathing exercises and ways to move forward on something. And that's the same thing with this. We have to breathe together. We have to work together on this moment. And we have to say, okay, what can we do to make this a quicker experience, a more positive experience, a learning experience so that the left foot goes, uh, left shoe goes on the left foot, right shoe goes on the right foot. It's a process. It's a process. And we had the victory and I took the victory that he was able to get all of those things done and still had over five minutes for him to be able to play with his toys, work on his tablet, and then still had time to get his jacket on and get his, his safety belt on for the bus and get his you know, backpack and everything out to the bus. And we had a couple of minutes waiting for the bus where we go through our different activities and exercises and talk about a, our day. So, I count that as a victory. He still had time to be able to reverse his shoes, do the steps. We worked together, but yet he did so much of it independently. And that is my goal. That is my goal for him is to be able to do these steps independently. It's been over a week now and Curious George for the win. He has got him to be able to go to bed on his own. And he tells mommy, go get in the white bed. He always calls my, my bed because it has a white comforter on it. Um, the white bed. 
And so he uh, goes to his room. We get his pajamas on. We say our good night. Uh, and then he tells me to go to bed and he gets in his bed. Last night, he didn't get back out of his bed. He stayed in his bed. He fell asleep pretty quickly. Um, at some point, uh, three o'clock or so in the morning, um, he came and got in bed with me. And he's only done that one other time since Curious George for the wind. And, um, I, there was a lot of noise last night around our house, so I'm not sure if there was, um, uh, I, I don't know what, what woke him, if something else woke him, but he got in bed with me and he went right back to sleep. So even though he woke up, I still count it as yay because he went to bed on his own. He fell asleep on his own and, You know, the nighttime ritual has been hard for us because any noise is a noise for him. And so even if he falls asleep quickly, if I'm sitting in his room when I get up, that triggers him to get up as well. And so I have to sit in his room for 30 minutes sometimes. Sometimes it's even longer than that. Sometimes as soon as I think he's completely asleep enough, me getting up will then trigger that no matter if it's 30 minutes or an hour. And so him being able to stay in his room, even if he gets up a couple of times, that is a victory because I just say, remember, you got to go back to sleep. You got to go get back in your bed. And sometimes I don't even have to do it. He just comes to check to make sure I'm in my bed or in my room, and then he will go back to his room. And so for the almost two weeks, give or take, that we've been working on this Curious George, it's it's amazing. It has changed his sleeping habits, definitely given me, you know, a little more um, confidence in his sleeping, his independence in that. And he keeps asking for a red blanket like Curious George has in the, the video he's been watching. And so I'm uh, getting him his red blanket. And I'm hoping that that will continue uh, to keep him sleeping and he's actually watching other characters now he he realized that Donald Duck uh also has a red blanket in some of the the videos he's been watching and so I'm like, who else can I find in the red blanket that sleeps all night? We're going for that. But I'm trying to find other connections for those life skills for him so that he can look and say, okay, well, Curious George knows that he's got support with the man in the yellow hat to say that I can go to bed and mommy's going to be in the other room. Just like the, the man in the yellow hat tells Curious George, he will be there for him. And that's the important thing is to give our kids, give our friends, give others that kindness, that grace, that respect, that, you know, confidence to build their independence, their motivation, their give them the inspiration. Like they inspire us to do things. The world inspires us. Share your story, share your smile so that you will find your goals, your inspiration, your motivation to win your victories. Every moment in the day can become a victory. We just have to look for those moments. We just have to look for that inspiration, find it, and say, you know what? 
he put his pants on. Even though I had to help him with his shoes, he did it. He did it quickly. He didn't scream about having to take his shoes off. We fixed them. He has problems with like the, the tongue and the Velcro. We worked through those without him screaming. I just said to him, make sure you're breathing because we really work on that 10 seconds. We count. Sometimes it's backwards. Sometimes it's forward. Sometimes we have to count 10 times of 10, but he did it. He did it and he had time to go through and watch his tablet, work on his his book, and he had his five minutes. That's what he wanted. That was his motivation to get through all of the steps and get his victory. It's hard. It's a hard thing to keep motivated, keep inspired when those goals that we've set for ourselves, set for others, sometimes those are the hardest ones. We set those goals and it's not met in our expected time. That's when we have to breathe. That's when we might have to breathe again. That's when we might have to breathe a third or 20th or a hundredth time to set our victories back in line. I can tell you, I, I'm my hardest critic. I'm the one that says, Lynn, what are you doing? But remember, you can do it. You have to choose what your victory is, what your goal is, and go for it. Life is full of challenges, but those victories that you get are that much sweeter because you have accomplished something Despite that challenge, despite what you are going through, your mountain has been crossed. You have gotten to the top of that victory. So remember, every little challenge that you've set for yourself, count it as a victory. It might be a tiny victory. It might be the fact that we had five minutes for his goal, his victory, But I'm telling you, the happiness that he had from those five minutes, it made our morning that much sweeter. It's exhausting. It's tiring. It's hard some days to get through those goals, through those motivation, through that time frame. But you can do it. You can do it. Be inspired by our story. Be inspired by your own story. Whatever it takes to get through that victory. I tell my son all the time, he is amazing and he can accomplish anything if he sets his mind to it. And that is the victory. When you make the choice to do something, he's teaching himself all kinds of goals. So continue to work on your goals, continue to know that you can accomplish anything if you set your mind to it. I thank you for being on this journey with me and my son, and he is such an inspiration to me, and I have learned so much from the goals that we've worked on together. And so, 
thank you for being on this journey with us. Thank you for being part of our story, part of our journey. If you would like to touch base with me, you can find us on Facebook at sweetbabyo.com. Uh, uh, sorry, Facebook is Sweet Baby O. Our website is sweetbabyo.com. Uh, both of those, you can find ways to message me. Let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you'd like me to talk about or, or different goals that you have. That's incredible to be able to accomplish those goals. Well, I want you to know that your story is important, and I thank you for being part of ours. At the beginning of the uh, podcast, you heard the song, Down This Road. It is about our journey, written for us by Marcus Oglesby with the band Creek Don't Rise. And you will hear it at the end. You'll hear the rest of that. And I truly appreciate you being on this journey with us, and thank you. Have a great rest of your day. Life ain't always what we thought it would be. Sometimes heavy is the load. I won't give up on you. Don't give up on me. Take my hand. Down this road Take my hand Down this road And understand I understand You don't understand The way I am When you cry don't know why I make you smile when you cry. Where this road will lead, nobody knows. Just come with me and let's see just how far it Take my little hand Walk with me And if you can Understand I didn't plan For this road I'm on But here I stand Life ain't always what we thought it would be Sometimes heavy is the load I won't give up on you Don't give up on me Take my hand Down this road Take my hand down this road Take my hand